You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 555. I Life 15. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Podcast 555. Anything can happen in the next half hour. Well, iLife 15 could happen in the next half hour, actually. Yeah, iLife 15. You didn't know it was out, did you, folks? No, you did not. But here, we have got a special. We have got an exclusive iLife 15 on your doorstep. We're going to present it today. Hey, Guy. Hey. That's that's pretty special, that, isn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah, it could be. Oh. Or or maybe not. Oh, okay. uh, the, the thing is, the you don't, you don't sound very excited about the fact that we've got the one and only exclusive. We are the only show which is going to tell everybody about our life fifteen. Well, yeah, kinda, kinda. What do you mean? You've promised me. You promised me that we were going to be telling everybody about iLife 15. Now you're backing out of it. Come well, on. It's it's not that I'm backing out of it. It's that it, it it's that I'm a terrible liar. Oh. So, you know, you have to kind of well, take, you got me. Take, take the bad with the good. You got me convinced. <laughs> well, we will we will talk about some applications that <sighs> uh that may kind of resemble certain elements of oh, the, the former iLife suite. You, you let me go through the whole intro and make me look just an idiot then. Oh, I see. That's the way you're going to play it. I've got it. I've got it. I don't like to be the only idiot on this podcast. Well, that's true. Nor do I. And speaking of... That's why I do it with you. <laughs> speaking of something incredibly stupid, um, I, I, you know, I bought that Drobo, that, that four-bay oh, Drobo. Yes, yes, you did tell me about the Drobo. Now, could, remind me, which one was it? Was it the Firewire one, or was it the USB 3.1, one, the Thunderbolt, Doobie, Hickey, or... It, it's a fire, It's a uh, USB. It's a third-gen. Third-gen Drobo USB. So it's USB 3? Yeah. No. Uh, well, no. Uh, no, I think it's still USB 2. Okay. Right. So you were using it purely as a backup process. Right, right, right. Okay. And uh, I had a bunch of because it's it's a four bay enclosure, and I had a bunch of uh, two terabyte drives that were just kind of sitting around. So that's what I filled it up with. And yep. when I originally initiated it, it was like, "Well, do you want to create a time machine uh, partition?" And I was like, "Why? Yes, I do." So yes, I, I do. Yes, I time. do. So I went ahead and did that, and it worked fine. And as uh, I, I last weekend I went out and I bought two four terabyte drives. I mean, it's ridiculous how cheap hard drives are now. Two, I bought two four terabyte drives about 120 bucks each. Four terabyte drives for 120 bucks. Anyway, so I, I put those in because my, my plan was to remove, you know, I've got a, a, a bunch of enclosures up in this cabinet. That I use, you know, I, I used to use one for Time Machine. Uh, I've got another one for uh, OneDrive and one for another. It was like, you know what, Dad, I'm, I'm tired of doing that. 
And so when I bought the Drobo, I was thinking, okay, I'll just use the Drobo for all the backups, at least all the, you know, off, off computer backups. Yeah. So, uh, I went out and I got these two additional four terabyte drives and, you know, carefully one at a time, you can't just take out two drives from a four bay Drobo and slam two more drives in and expect it to work. So, um, Put, you I, have to wait for the lights to go green or something. Is that yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You you kind of have to wait for it to, to sit there and, and catch up to to what it is you're doing. So I took out the one two terabyte drive, put in a four terabyte drive, waited a couple hours, and it it because I I don't really have that much on it, and it it figured everything out and that was fine. And then before I went to bed that night, I took out another two terabyte drive and, and put the other four terabyte drive in, and everything seemed to be hunky dory. But then I was like, okay, now I want to use the space that I haven't allocated for my time machine backup to use as carbon copy cloner backups for the stuff on my computer. Except I couldn't create separate partitions because carbon copy cloner, you can only copy one drive to another drive. You can't say, okay, take this drive and this drive and, and this drive it, and split it over several drives. Yeah. Or, or just put it all over into it. It doesn't work that way. That's, so that's what the Drobo software would be doing. I assume. Uh, well, no, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it either because I couldn't create the separate partitions. Okay. And it was like, what, what, what's wrong with this thing? What's going on here? So I, I put out a thing in Google plus and I put a thing on Facebook and in, and in, I uh, did see Twitter. that actually, and I've got to say that I didn't respond because I don't have a Drobo, so that's my <laughs> excuse, and I'm sticking to it. I, I had lots of people come back and, and say, "Why are you using a Drobo?" <laughs> it was like, "Oh, okay. Oh, well, I guess uh, you know the, some people have their opinions of Drobos, and some people have other opinions of Drobos." But as it turns out, the reason why it didn't work is not because of anything that Drobo did, but because well, as we all know, I'm an idiot. And what I hadn't done was go into Disk Utility, you know, the, the same program that every single person has on their Macintosh. Select the Drobo, you know, other than the, the Time Machine partition, and format it as something. So these were just like blank drives just sitting there going, I don't know what you want me to do. You know, I'm a blank drive. You know, what do you want from me? So once I realized what it was, it was like, oh, you moron. So I go into disk utility and I, I you know, set it up with a, with a, <laughs> a Mac format. And once I had done that, yeah, I was able to make, you know, three partitions. I basically, I made three partitions. I made one because, you know, I have four drives in this, in this, um, Mac Pro. So yep. uh, one for my main drive with all my apps, another one for the drive that I keep lots of my uh, data and documents and things like that on. And the third one is basically blank until I figure out what I'm going to do with it. And, but I just, I felt like such a, such an idiot. It was like, what is, you know, you, how long have you been using a Mac now? And, and you couldn't figure out that you needed to format this drive before, you know, it was actually going to work. I just, you know, I, I don't know why I was thinking, well, it's a Drobo. You just stick a drive in and everything is fine. Well, no, you you still have to do something, you know, just something, a little something. 
And I'm one of the speakers for the Mac Stock Conference and Expo, which is, I just figured I'd swag, segue right into that. Um, that's coming up on June 20th. Uh, I do have a topic topic picked out and i am starting to kind of yeah i know what that topic is folks so don't worry about him destroying your faith in max because it's all about roller coasters awesome yeah hey i love roller co- except the the wooden ones i i like the steel ones more now the wooden ones just beat me up but don't even think about it yeah well, that's what i said the last time i wrote a wooden one i came off that thing and i felt like i was 85 years old <sighs> but the the, the Mac Stock Conference and Expo, and that's not going to happen for another um, 10, Six weeks. 20, uh, 30, um, uh, two weeks or so. Two e- weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, because I'm now almost 55, and if you add two weeks to 55, that's 85 years. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I, I, you completely lost me now. Other than the fact that in two years' time, we are going to actually hit the apocalypse. Oh, I forgot um, all about that. Yeah, <laughs> we, 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 people, just, be, just remember, every show is better than the last one. Um, or no, the next the one. Next one. <laughs> in two years' time, in 111 episodes, it will be the apocalypse. Be assured. Yep. You'll, you'll understand why in two years if you're still listening. And if we're still doing it. <laughs> <we're> still, <laughs> unless Tim comes to his senses and go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I don't think he listens, so we're all right. Yeah, we should be fine. <laughs> but the, the, anyway, uh, the Mac Stock Conference and Expo is coming up on June 20th. Uh, this is the event that Mike Potter f- from the For Mac Guys Only podcast has been putting together. And uh, I've heard I heard some stuff on uh, TechFan that yep. uh, Dave Hamilton is has now signed up and he's 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 coming definitely it's fabulous. fabulous. Um, you know, they, there's just so many. You know, don't think that you're going to go to this conference and have to listen to me babble for you know hours at a time. They're only giving me 20 minutes, which is probably a, a really smart idea. It is a smart idea because actually what Mike also told me is that there's going to be a five-minute intro and a five-minute outro. So don't worry, folks. He's only on for 10. <laughs> at least. Well, well, at most, that it should say. Basically, there'll be enough time for me to get on stage going, hi, everyone, I'm Guy. Okay, good night. Thank you. <laughs> and then I'll be gone. But it, yeah. it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great time. Gaz is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Dave Hamilton, John Braun, Mike Potter. Uh, Allison Sheridan. I mean, uh, Tim Robertson. As a matter of fact, he's doing the uh, the Q and A just after lunch. So this is going to be a great show. If you live anywhere near the Chicago area, you really, really should go to this thing. It's going to yeah. be a blast. And even if you don't live near the Chicago area, and you can pull up the scratch to go, this is this this is going to be a once in a lifetime until next year event that you really don't want to miss. Well, you know, let's let's get this going. Macworld died because it's all about sponsors and it's all about making sure that uh, there's loads of money being made by people. Mike wants to make sure that he doesn't lose out, of course, absolutely. But, um, you know, it can be on a much smaller and a much more intimate basis. Yep. So just put, put your name down, guys. I nearly said guy then, but guys, guys and gals, come along and, you know, have have some fun because the barbecue's on afterwards as well. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be oh, great. Come on, please, please help. help. Be 
be what we expect of the um, the Mac community. Come on, you can do it, folks. You can do it. <laughs> that was good. Um, I almost thought you were going to say the the my Mac community. It was like, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Um, and talking about that, I've actually been looking at buying a Thunderbolt hard drive um, from OWC um, so that I can p- perhaps collect it while I'm over in the US rather than paying all those exorbitant shipping fees that I'll get hit with when I come over. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I've been playing with photos. I'm still not liking it that much, to be honest with you, and I'm finding lots of things that I could previously do but now can't. <sighs> Uh, you know, st- and stuff that would make sense to be able to do and still can't yet. <sighs> it's, and, but now, I well, remember, now, this, this is a Gen 1, Gen 1 product. I, you know, I'm now understanding, Guy, genuinely understanding why all those people were so fed up when it came to um, iMovie. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the changes that happened there. Oh yeah, well I I was one of them. I mean, I I had yeah. invested. There was a company called uh, G G three that made a lot of plugins for iMovie, and some of them were just brilliant. Yeah. And when Apple, I think with iLife oh six or oh eight, one of those two, when they changed the whole interface, all those plugins got got blown away. They, you know, they no longer worked. Well, let me give you a couple of examples. These are simple examples. Yeah, go ahead. When, when I import a load of photos, I go to batch change and I, I name the photos. So I've got a heading. So, you know, rather than just putting them into an event, which iPhoto used to do automatically and now photos does automatically per day. Great. That's really useful. Not. <sighs> so you don't like that then? No, I, I don't mind it, but I want I still want to be able to put them into one single event, which you can still do, but it's not as easy as it used to be. And I also like to create events such as holidays. So I would throw all of the holidays into the event holidays. And then I would rename with the batch change in iPhoto all of the holidays to, you know, the place that we're at or, you know, some other reference to it. Can you do that now? No, you can't. Well, you can't do it at the moment. Yeah, you can't at the moment. So, you know, that may change. That may change. As you say, it's a um, a version one. Right. Now, that's something that iPhoto used to be able to do, which you can't currently do. Here's something which you couldn't used to do in um, iPhoto. You mean that you could do that you can't anymore? Well, no, no, no. You couldn't, you couldn't do in iPhoto. It was a different process. In oh. faces, it comes up with lots of faces at the bottom, and you can drag them onto the faces. Great. That's really good. And if you right-click on those faces, it says ignore this face. Even better. Fantastic. Can you select multiple faces? No, you can't. What? I've got tons of faces I just want to ignore. I've got to do them one by one. Come on, Apple. This is, this is, it's not even a version one. Think about it. Did well, you, did you not put more than 10 photos in this thing when you were testing it? Is this a rant? It yeah, is. a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, now think about, think about what happened with pages. And, um, I, I think some of the same criteria may apply where, you know, it, it's not just the application that's on your Macintosh. It's the application that's uh, on your iPad, and it's the application that's on your iPhone, and you know whatever other 
devices that you may have that on. So I think they're like you know kind of the same thing they did with Pages. They're trying to start from a common code base and add functionality and features as time goes on because Pages uh, is is much can different I, than what stop, it used to be. Can I stop you there? Sure. I do not want to do multiple selection of faces on my iPad to change them into another face or to ignore them. I do that on the Mac. Give me the option on the Mac, and if you don't want to push it over to the um, uh, to the iOS devices yet, then just pull it off the iOS device. People understand there is a difference between an iOS device and your Mac, and they understand that the functionality on the Mac could well be better. Apple, use your brains. You, you, uh, oh, Gaz, you are ooh, absolutely ooh. right. Well, not absolutely right, but I, 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 I do understand the frustration that other people have had, whereas I didn't quite get it. But Well, I did get it, but I just didn't feel that, you know, it was worthy of the rants that I was hearing. And now I get it. Now I get it. I, I've got an app which I've used a lot and I've tried to transfer across because now I can't go back. You know, I've got, if I go back, I've got to delete the photos application. Well, hang on a minute. I can't delete the photos application because now I've added new photos into it. So I've got to get those out, put them back into iPhoto, do all the manipulation that I've done, and then start afresh. Get rid of the, uh, the photos application until they put that, um, that process back in. Apple, I'll give you give give me your wrist, Apple. Give me your wrist. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> so is I've got that out. Of my, I might be doing that again tomorrow. Whoops! Like. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just hit the microphone again. What? My hands are like just in my way today. I don't know could, why. Could you just sit on them? Yeah. Well, I might be doing. I might be doing that rant, rant on another show tomorrow. But we'll <laughs> wait to see. Okay, well, should we go over to the MyMac articles? I think we should, because I need to calm down. <laughs> okay, well, I'll take the first one. Uh, it's Oloclip Macro 3-in-1 lenses for the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. This is a review by Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. I am Thank so happy. Yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, Oloclip makes a wide variety of quality lenses for use on mobile phones and tablets. Their latest entry is the Macro Lens Kit for the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. With these lenses, you can magnify subjects 7x, 14x, and an astonishing 21... Astonishing 21x. Astonishing. Yeah. Uh, now, a quick question. I yeah. Know I'm, in, I'm interrupting you completely. Sure. I'm assuming that if you can multiply them that amount by using their lenses, that's an optical magnification which is the best sort of optical uh, magnification that you want really isn't it uh it should be um yeah i'm assuming it is because you're actually using the lenses to do the magnification so yeah cool excellent yeah. sorry sorry carry on guys sorry okay uh, apple's obsession with creating thinner phones with each iteration requires oloclip to develop new lens on a regular basis it's hard on them but we are the beneficiaries Beneficiaries. Beneficiary. Aluminum. You say tomato. I say tomato. 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 Let's call tomato. the whole thing off. Ah, oh, yeah. Let's. Okay. I hope you've got the next one ready. I'm ready. Good. Designed by many aerospole. Let me start that again. <laughs> Wait. I was ready. I was ready. I wasn't. 
Okay. So could, could you edit that out for me? That oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, designed by many aerospace aluminium, aluminum, alu- <laughs> how do you say it? Aluminium. Aluminium iPhone bumper case. This is a review by Ike Medwoods. It's Ed Mikewoods. Frontwards yeah. and backwards, inwards and outwards. I, well, I went too soon. You did. Let's try that again. Okay. This is a review by Ike Medwoods. This is Ed Mikewoods. Frontwards and backwards, inwards and outwards. Thank you, Mike. Um, aerospace aluminium iPhone bumper for the iPhone 6 Plus, a robust yet sleek bumper case and screen protector that provides some added protection against accidental scrapes and dings. Available in silver, black, grey, champagne, space grey and green, the silver bumper <laughs> particularly complements the design of the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus without detracting from the design of the phone. The aerospace aluminium iPhone bumper is presented in a stylish metallic case that fully houses the bumper case and shows off its contents nicely. Along with the two-piece bumper case, a screen-protected impact film is also included to protect the glass display. It is worth noting that this is a case designed to protect the vulnerable edges and display from accidental, sorry, from incidental scratches, scarring and the everyday damage that might accrue. But it will not protect against the breakage of the glass that can result from dropping onto a hard surface. Yes, thanks it, for that. Thanks for that warning, Mike. And yes, my my glass is still smashed from when I dropped it from walking home from the hospital a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, inten- <sighs> intentional damage. I don't think they make a case that'll handle that. No, no, no. damn. Hitting your phone with a hammer. Mm-mm. You're kind of on your own. Uh, next up is the Mighty Mighty Shell Plus faceplate review by Yanni Dankalo. Are you looking? I don't know why I'm talking about. Are you looking for a strong case for your iPhone 6 or 6 Plus that protects the body of the phone and also protects the screen and looks great? The Mighty Shell Plus faceplate from Spec. Oh, I like them. Might. Spec. Uh, they they make good stuff. Might be the case you are looking for. Starting at fifty nine ninety five US dollars for the iPhone six, you get a great case that comes with a screen protector. Happy anniversary, Mariner! Woo! This is, this is an opinion piece by my Mac Tim Robertson. Yeah, I think that's Tim. Okay. We here at MyMac.com have been reviewing and Mariner software <laughs> for two decades, eh? Yeah, there's, there's, that's kind of an awkwardly worded sentence. Yeah, okay. Okay, for two decades, a great company with great products supporting the Apple community for 25 years. Congratulations, Mariner. Here's to another 25. And no, we know that all is right with the world because our last one is... Tech fan number 207. Sorry. Gaz, you are absolutely right. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. <laughs> well, you, you, you got all this built up tension. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is going to happen a lot. I will not cooperate. <laughs> Neo Madness. Tim does some major upgrades to his Neo Geo cabinet. David is stuck on mobile. Microsoft reveals new Windows features and an all-new Mac conference is coming. Mac stock. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. 
So uh, how do people, uh, how, how would they like write for my Mac? Well, they get a pencil and a piece of paper. And what you can do is write the words that you'd like to put down on the paper and then send it to a person. That person is John Nemorowski, or as we like to say, Nomgimo. <laughs> His email is nemo at mymac.com. Now, once you've got that piece of paper, it's very difficult to send it via email and we haven't got an address. So either take a picture of that paper or scan it and send it to John. Or you can use your computer and use either text edit, pages, or any other word type application and email it through to him, which would probably be a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, other than, yeah, or carrier pigeon. That yeah, works carrier too. pigeon's fine. Uh, can John send the carrier pigeons to me and I'll give them to everybody in the UK that wants to write and then, because it, you can't, I can't send the carrier pigeon because it just come back to me, guy. Well, my notes are really small, so I use carrier budgies. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, nothing on Google Plus this week. However, oh. take a look at Facebook. Hey! <laughs> now, <laughs> did someone come back? Yeah, I don't know if, if it was a particular person that came back, but we are, person. we are back up. We are back up to where we started from. One, <laughs> we were 146 last week and 147 the week before, and now we're 147. I love it. I love Facebook. Yeah. Anyway, um, that that's really all we got. So we got a big yeah. rant, uh, some great MyMac stuff. I didn't intend that rant. No, no, no. That's fine. It that's just fine. Kind of, it just kind of all came out, really. Well, hey, better here than, you know, getting Somewhere behind else. the wheel of your car and, you know, being all angry. Don't drive angry. No, no, that's very true. And never go to bed after an argument. Wow, boy, I would never sleep. <laughs> Get us out of here. Roger, roger. Stand by, to stand by, and we'll be right back. I tell myself wrong guy oh just thinking about how much i miss the MacWorld expo the fun the sense of community the presentations the people giving out great information about what's going on in the mac world the candy apples and roller coasters candy apples and look guy i can't address this weirdness about nausea inducing rides but you can get the rest of all of that at the MacStock Conference this summer near Chicago. The MacStock Conference? Yeah. It's being held in Woodstock, Illinois on June 20th, 2015. There will be great presentations by Alison Sheridan of the No Silicast podcast, Mike Potter from the For Mac Eyes Only podcast, Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices, Tim Robertson from TechFan, Eric Erickson, Julie Kuhl, and appearances by a lot of other well-known Mac podcasters and journalists. That sounds fantastic. I wish I was giving a presentation there. Uh, I actually believe you are, Guy. I am? I wonder what it'll be on. Hopefully not roller coasters. No promises. We should get the word out about this. Well, I think this is where Mike Potter jumps in 
and tells us all about it. Hey everyone, come to the MaxDoc Conference and Expo on June 20th in Woodstock, Illinois. It's going to be a day of community and information for Mac and Apple users unlike anything else out there. Easy to get to, inexpensive, and packed full of the people you know and love from the independent Apple Press. Just go to MaxDocExpo.com for more information. If you sign up soon, there's great discounts off the regular admission price. Remember, that's the MaxDoc Conference and Expo at MaxDocExpo.com. When the queasy feeling and rash goes away, you shouldn't be that contagious. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast after a about a 10 minute interlude of us <laughs> not talking about certain Apple products and we're not going to talk about it this week either. Though you may hear us mention it in the after show. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what we wanted to talk about in this section. iLife 15! Was iLife 15. It's here. Or not iLife 15. Uh, oh. But programs that you could use in place of the programs. It, it, you know, it's almost like Prince. Not. Yeah, it's almost like Prince. You know, these are the apps formerly known as iLife. Yeah, that's true. I like it, yeah. Yeah, boy, that was a really, really stretchy metaphor. Um, <laughs> but like us. <laughs> and I think uh, – now, here's some of the criteria that I used, and there's lots of programs out there that, that you know duplicate or come close to duplicating the functionality of the uh, iLife apps, or, or better even. However, uh, in putting this together – I had I had three things. Uh, number one, they had to be easy to use. They had to be under a hundred dollars, and they had to not be in in beta. They had to be full blown released apps. So uh, we're going to move to the first one, which which may cost. I think you've done a very good job here, actually. And considering I, I did it really really, I, I had actually started thinking about this last week at work. And made some notes, and then, of course, when I left work on Friday, left my notes there at work. Nicely done. Nicely, nicely done. Uh, So the first app, um, one that comes near and dear to Gaz's heart, and it's, it's, oh, darn it, it's iPhoto. Gaz, you are absolutely right. So... Uh, I've got a couple apps here. Now, I haven't tr- had a chance to try all these apps, but I, I based a lot of it on uh, what other people had said, and we'll we'll see how this plays out. And again, if any of these programs that I've named or, or if there are other programs that, that you as listeners use, uh, we would love to hear about it, and you can contact us in all the, the various ways that we'll talk about in the next section. So the first one is iPhoto, and I've got four applications here. Uh, the first one is uh, Gaz's favorite one, Photos. Yay! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's for of course it's free. Uh, the frustration factor uh, is you can kind of put your own cost on that. There's also, but I mean there are others as well, and you know, and this next one, Gaz, I was actually kind of hesitant to put in because it's it's subscription, and I'm not a fan 
of that. But it, you, can you still buy it actually as a separate application? You can, but I think it's like a hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Okay. But eventually, over eighteen months, that would then become cheaper than this, unless you obviously get a. You see. What we're talking about, everybody, is Lightroom, and the latest version is Lightroom CC. Now, I've heard some people talk about the CC version, and I've heard an awful lot of people say, (sighs) you know, that it's not really – and this this is the danger of going for the subscription model – Everybody goes, yeah, go for the subscription model. It's cheaper. You know, it might you'll be. always get updated. Yeah. You'll always get updated. You'll always have the, the greatest and latest. But if they then get into the routine of not making a worthwhile update, because actually they've got your money, they've got you tied in on a monthly basis. And that's kind of what I've heard with this latest release, that it's, there's lots of little bits in there which are okay but nothing which would make you go out and abort it if it was the newest updated piece of software which you would you know go out and buy as a separate piece of software so i i think you have to pay your money and take your choice so if you did buy the separate application for 149 dollars which is obviously above the uh, 100 and Oh, the hundred dollars which guy is trying to put together for uh, this particular section, um, but you you've got to weigh up whether that is going to be worth it over an eighteen month subscription of this, and whether you think that the updates that you might be getting with this particular application uh, or this particular process would be better than obviously paying a one hit wonder. And the other thing, guys, it's what you can afford at the time, of course, which right. is you know part of the problem. A lot of people can more easily budget for a, you know, a certain value uh, over a longer period, even though it might cost them more in the long run. But we're talking about Lightroom as an alternative to to iPhoto, which is quite a big step up, I would say, Guy, compared to iPhoto. Yeah, but you know, it, it, in in a lot of ways, though, it may also be overkill. Yeah. For yeah. for what people use, I mean. I, I'm a good example because uh, you know I have four, five thousand pictures spread out over the the course of time, and that that's honestly in today's day of of digital photography that that's really not that much. So, you know, it it it, it was just kind of the the I, I'm not even really sure where I was going with that. The um, oh, I'm so confused. The, the, <laughs> I, just I just say, don't need that much power. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, it, that's. I think I said that. It's quite a big step up. Yeah. Photo. So, uh, guy hasn't mentioned aperture because obviously that's kind of dying a death. Um, even though in photos they do give you the the option to um, edit or send to aperture if you have it. If you have it, of course. Yeah. Um, but Lightroom obviously is going to be supported going forward for the time being. So, uh, but it is it is quite. You know, it, you'd have to get used to it, and I think if you're going to if you're going to go to well, if you're going to go to any of these, you you really got to take some time at looking at the application, look at the reviews, and take uh, see if you can learn a little bit about them by you know typing Lightroom usage on in YouTube or seeing if you can find some videos and 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 um, uh, see if you can learn the interface uh, and whether you like the interface of these. So, do you want to move on to the next one? 
Yeah, the the next one is called uh, Digicam, D-I-G-I-K-A-M, and it's free or donationware at uh, digicam.org. And it seems to be just kind of a a basic photo getter together or, 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 you know, I mean, it just doesn't seem to be, you know, it it does what it does. It's more management, isn't it? It's more management of your photos rather than... Uh, and this this could lead into something which I'm going to mention in a minute, but just we'll carry on, and I'll mention that at the end. Actually, so this really is is more managing all of your images on your um, on your Mac rather than actually giving you the uh, a good interface to be able to then make too many too much in the way of uh, adjustments. Is that right? Because yeah. I've not really played with this uh, particular software either. We might, but we might be doing it a bit of a disservice, actually. Well, it, because I haven't, you know, I, I really didn't have a chance to try some of these. I was, like I said, I was just kind of going based on on what some other people have said. Yeah, and it, this one seemed to be uh, a pretty popular one, and you know, I don't know if it's because it's got lots of functionality or if it's because it's free. You know, it, it, sometimes you can't really tell just based on price. Yeah. Uh, but the the next one I wanted to talk about as kind of a replacement for iPhotos kind of intrigues me. And I'm I'm thinking this might be something you want to look at, too. It's called Pixa. Okay. This kind of reminds me of the way iPhoto used to work. But it's, it is more of a manager than it is a editor. Right, but it it does it does look uh, kind of tasty. Okay, well, I think I'll have to check that out because one of the things that I'm I've been contemplating, guy, um, to replace if I if I really get fed up with the way photos is going and it's not working for me, and one thing I've been kind of thinking anyway is to perhaps use Flickr. Now, a lot of people are, are, are doing the old uh, skewed doggy head look. At their, their huh? machines now going, oh, what's he on about, Flickr? <laughs> you can't use Flickr on your Mac. Well, no, you can't, but there are one or two applications which will, uh, they will easily upload your photos and allow you to do a certain amount of manipulation on the Mac. Now, I already have a number of applications which allow me to make all of the changes uh, much more powerfully than iPhoto was ever able to do, <clears throat> store them on my Mac, and then upload them to Flickr. Because guess what? I actually quite like the Flickr apps for the iOS devices. And if I want to share my libraries, Flickr allows you to do that. I've got the protection of keeping them you know, uh, private or making them public or a- any other numerous ways to be able to share them. So I think that is something that we might have to investigate on another show and, and see, uh, see whether I actually go down that avenue or not. Yeah. Well, you're, you're more of certainly more of, of a photographer than I am. So I, you should definitely take the lead on that. I, I will have to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, I, I don't have it here. On and list. I like that, that, that one that you just mentioned, I actually like the name of the, uh, of the company that's producing. Oh yeah. Shiny frog. <laughs> uh, yeah, shiny frog. And it, it's $30. And, and what I will do is I will copy this whole section 
and put it in the show notes so everyone can you know click on the links and and check it out for themselves. Though cool. there's one I don't have on the list here, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not sure why. Uh, is Photoshop Elements, but maybe it's because that's not really much of an organizer. Uh, you see, I it, it I think I've mentioned this before. When I moved across from Mac uh, from um, PC to Mac, I was really looking forward to using Photoshop Elements because I actually used Elements Photoshop Elements on the PC. And when I came across and used the same up to date version, I thought this is software is a piece of well i won't use the word i just didn't like it at all it was awful so um i i think you can do a certain amount of uh i think it's more of a, a management tool but i think you can do a certain amount of manipulation of the photos in in uh, adobe elements so it might be worth throwing that one in there as well okay well i'll see if i can remember to do that <laughs> uh, uh the next application uh unfortunately really if if you live by the Apple ecosystem, there's not really an alternative to it unless someone out there knows, you know, one that would work and still work with iOS devices and all the rest of that without jailbreaking. And of course I'm talking about iTunes. Sad face. I, I yeah, I, I kind of did look around and there are all kinds of media management software packages, but none of them really seem to me, to work that well with iPhones and iPads. So if anybody can think of one, please let us know. Um, the next one I wanted to talk about was iMovie. Now, a couple of these I do have. Uh, I have used, like the first one I have here is Adobe Premiere Elements, uh, num- number 13. And what I have found with Premiere Elements, uh, I started off, I think, with version 6 or 7. And really liked it. But as time has gone on, it, it's become kind of bloated and slow. I haven't had much of, of an opportunity to play that much with uh, version 13, but I found 11 and 12 almost to be unusable. Uh, I, I really wasn't that happy with them. Uh, so I'm hoping 13 will be better. Now, this next one, I had trouble downloading it. It's a donationware program called Shotcut. And it looks like it's really, really kind of a cool program from some of the screenshots, but I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around it and, and I'll have to see how, how well that works. But this, if this works as advertised, this may become my go-to video editor, uh, just based on what I saw from the screenshots. All right. Uh, the next one, I think you've used this before, Camtasia. Yes, yes. Now, it's not really meant <coughs> to be a video editor. However, the, the interface does lend itself well to that, and it does have uh, multiple tracks for audio and video. And some of the tricks that it does just out of the box is like nothing short of amazing. So if you're looking for something that that's going to kind of fit the bill in a number of ways for either uh, a, a screen recording program and a video editor for 90 for a hundred bucks, you probably couldn't go too wrong with checking out Camtasia by TechSmith. Yeah, and there's another one I think which um, actually Don McAllister did the show on recently, and I'll I'll find the ScreenFlow. Yes, 
Yeah, yeah, I think that's I, I think that's probably up there as well in price wise around a hundred dollars, um, and I think that does very similar things. And um, he he actually uses that to create his movies. So because it's got a, a decent timeline, so either of those, I think you know it's uh, you know you, you you toss your coin and take your choice on those. Yeah, and this next one I have had kind of a love hate affair with. Sometimes it seems to be great and then a new version will come out and then it's just like, oh, this is garbage until like a couple of updates go. And it's called Media Edit 3 by Me and Software. It's about 60 bucks and it gives you multiple timelines and it's got a very easy to use interface. Uh, It's almost like iMovie Plus because it's got kind of a similar similar look as the older version of iMovie, but it gives you the, the added benefits of having multiple tracks available for both audio and video, which is kind of what I was hoping originally that, that they were going to do with iMovie. But of course they, they went in a whole different direction with that. So, um, those are a couple of choices for iMovie that, uh, that you might want to check out. Uh, the next one is a program that no longer exists from Apple. It's called iDVD. And I, you know, I, I was kind of wondering if I should bother even putting this one in because as you know, time has not been kind to DVDs and, and, you know, CDs with video and all the rest of that. Uh, the, the internet and YouTube and, and Netflix and, and so many of these other programs and the ability to be able to, to put videos up in the cloud and all the rest of that have, have are starting to make optical drives irrelevant, but it was a program in iLife. So I figured I would go ahead and, and include it. Uh, I've got two choices here. Uh, one is very cheap. One is very expensive. <laughs> one right on the cutting edge of being cut off. Uh, the inexpensive one is called My with that's M I DVD Pro by Shedworks. It's nine dollars and ninety nine cents, and you can find it uh, in the the Mac App Store. And it kind of looks like iDVD. I don't know if it has all of the functionality, but let's face it, a lot of the functionality that was built into iDVD was probably never used. You know, people would just say, okay, I want this movie, this movie, this movie, and I'm just going to throw this little uh, thing to kind of separate them. And that would be really all they would do with it. So it, there's a good possibility that if you're still burning DVDs, that this program, My DVD Pro by Shedworks, for $9.99 uh, might fit the bill. But then there is the granddaddy of them all. This granddaddy. Hello, <laughs> everyone. I'm the granddaddy. And this, this is a program that's it, been did around. Did that help? Yeah, that it, help. It, it, did, yeah. it did help. Yeah, I feel better. I feel better about my choice here. Uh, it's called Toast. It's by Roxio. I think they're up to version 12 now. Uh, it's $99.99. And if you burn any kind of optical discs, Toast is the program that will pretty much do whatever it is you need it to do. Um, it, it, you know, this is a company that's been around for a long time and it's a program that's been around for a long time. So if that's something that you feel you still need to do, you should definitely check out toast by Roxio. Definitely. Now this next one, I think anyone who does podcasts, and, and can I just, inter- yeah, go ahead. Can, can I just interject there? Sure. And obviously, 
if you bought all of the most expensive of these apps, you, you're starting to creep up into the hundreds of dollars. Oh, so easy. What you've got to remember, folks, is just exactly the sort of functionality that um, iLife kind of gives you. And, and with a new Mac, you still get, you know, access to uh, some, some versions, yeah. some versions of these. I mean, I suppose the only one so far, there's going to be two that you don't get anymore, which is obviously the, the previous one that you just spoke about, iDVD, and, and the next one that you're going to talk about. Right, right. And, um, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, why don't we, why don't we just go right to that then? Yeah. And uh, I actually did, for over at MyMac.com, I did a long series of articles <coughs> on how to make the output of this program not look like the output of this program. Uh, the, the program is called uh, iWeb, which was uh, Apple's, uh, I, I hesitate to call it an HTML editor. It, that's not really what it was. It was a web page builder. And probably the easiest to use program for creating web pages that I have ever seen. It was ridiculously easy. Now, people that are true, you know, web page editors and, you know, know HTML and CSS and all the rest of that, like the back of their hand, hated it because, well, I think mostly because it made it easy. Uh, but also, I think they complained a lot about uh, the code that it was putting out, that it was it was kind of sloppy code. But for people that wanted to, you know, put up pictures of their cats or their kids or, or whatever, you know, have a an ongoing blog, there there really wasn't anything easier to use than iWeb for doing yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, especially if it was in conjunction with MobileMe because you could – it was like one, one button publishing into MobileMe, which, <laughs> of course, is also no more. Uh, but I have two programs listed here, and there, actually there's a ton – of relatively easy to use uh, web page web page designer creation programs, uh, but I think these are probably two of the easiest ones at a reasonable price. Uh, the first one we actually had I, I can't remember his name the CEO of Corellia. Um, we had him we've we've had him on the show before. Well, we've had a representative from Corellia as well, which was a her, and I can't remember her name. Oh, okay. I, well, I th- anyway, anyway, okay. Anyway, it it's matter. Sandbox. Yeah. Uh, seventy nine ninety nine. This is an extremely easy to use program. Uh, a lot of it is drag and drop. There, there's not a whole lot that you have to know about creating web pages to be able to make really, really nice looking pages in Sandbox. I don't really. Th- I can't think of anything else to say about it. I mean, it, it's a program. The, my only real complaint about Sandbox is that you can't adjust the width of the pages. It is really, really locked into the templates. Uh, but that would be my only complaint about it. And if that doesn't bother you, and but speaking of which, there is a ton of, of both, you know, templates from Corellia as well as third parties that have templates that work with it as well. Uh, a lot of people also like Rapid Weaver, which I didn't include because I th- I think that that's kind of a, a different level program. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the last one is probably. Uh, have you have you have you ever looked at this one, Gaz? Everweb. I have. Lo- I have looked at Everweb. Yes. And it is probably as close to what iWeb was as you could possibly have. 
and you know not get sued by Apple for <laughs> <laughs> intellectual theft. Uh, it is also about eighty dollars. Uh, take a look at it. It's over at EverWebApp.com. They they actually had this in development for a while before they actually released it. But it is it is a very nice program if all you want to do is just put up some pages and you want it to look pretty good. They've got they've got some pretty good templates as well. I think either one of these programs, either Sandvox or EverWeb, for people that just want to put up some some nice basic pages, will work very well for you. Cool. Yep. Oh, I, you know what? And I I went right to iWeb and I forgot to mention the very last one. Which is, uh, as as I was saying, people who podcast have a love-hate affair with this program. And, of course, I'm talking about GarageBand. GarageBand has changed quite a bit in what it was intended to do from the time it was released to, to what it is now. Uh, the, the basic functionality has remained the same. But some of the things that it used to do that were taken out uh, have made it more difficult for people that are podcasters. But it's still it's you know, the the problem is for the price, because I think if you don't if you don't own a Mac and you don't already own GarageBand, it's what, fifteen dollars from the Mac App Store. You're not going to find a digital audio program that does multi track audio for as inexpensive as what GarageBand is. Uh, the really, really good ones probably start about 150 and go up from there. Now, you could do... Uh, what's the one from... For the other one from Apple? Is it Logic? Or is it Pro Tools? I think it's... Uh, I think it's Logic is from Apple. Do you know? I think Gaz is coughing. Are you coughing? Yes, I Gaz? was. Sorry, sorry, I was, and, I, and I was shouting logic to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I so, was shouting to the microphone. Sorry, I was on mute while I was no, coughing. That, that's fine. That's fine, dude. Uh, so yeah, if your needs are greater than what GarageBand can give you, um, Logic isn't a bad choice. It's you know for for what I use a, a DAW program for, it's definitely overkill. It's, it's like two hundred bucks from Apple, but considering the kind of power that it has, and considering you know the plugins that are available and all the rest of that, uh, if you're not on Pro Tools, chances are you're using Logic. If you're a professional, it's it's pretty much the, those are the two big choices uh, in the industry. But for for the casual person, for the for the you know the actual bands that record in garages, this is probably all you're going to need. Yeah, and so that's about it. If if you guys can think of anything that I've left out, or any programs that you use that fall within the criteria of being under a hundred dollars, not in beta, and easy to use, let us know from you know all the various ways that you can contact us. So should I get us out of here, Gaz? I think you should because uh, uh, I think you've done a very good job in that section, Guy. Congratulations. Yay! Well, I had to do something right this week. <laughs> anyway, everybody, um, yeah, don't do what I do with a Drobo. Stand by to stand by. And we will. Oh, oh, yes. We will be back. We will. Life is fun.
Let's Talk Apple. We play all your favorite hits with no commercials. 24-7 music even the boss can enjoy. Okay, host Bart Bouchotts doesn't play the hits or really any music. What he does do is give you the monthly wrap-up of what's going on in the Apple ecosphere, along with great guests with different opinions. You can get the news anywhere, but Let's Talk Apple will tell you what it means. Find it in iTunes, stoplightnetwork.com, or at lets-talk.ie domains. Like an ice-cold drink outside in the middle of a blizzard, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. I'm gonna sing, Hi everyone and welcome to the third section of this week's My Mac podcast number 555. I just I just want to do a stingray thing then. You know, I've got to do a jet. Anything can happen in the next half hour. 555. You're about to launch Stingray. Stand by for action. 5 5 four, oh. 3 2 one. Thunderbirds are go. Brilliant. You see? I got, uh, sorry. I just I went off uh, on a tangent there, didn't I? Do you know what I'm doing right now? What? Can you guess? You're nodding your head. I am. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. <laughs> I think you're going to like this one. Whenever you're in a text field in either Yosemite, Yosemite, or Mavericks, and you want to get a quick and easy way um, to pop up emojis, just press Command, Control, and Space. And as if by magic, a sub-menu of the emoji panel will appear. And then you can just click any of the emoji icons to insert it um, at the cursor position in your text field. You can also navigate between the emoji icons with the arrow keys, and if you press shift, um, sorry, and if you then press tab or shift tab, you can then go to each of the different emoji sections. Hey, do you like it, or do you like it? I do. Hold on. Oh, darn, darn, darn. Command. There we go. Command, control, and space. Yeah, it's working in. Cool? Uh, it's working in. Um, it should work in any text field. Yeah. See, I've I put it right there, right right next to uh, Nod's head. Ooh, clever. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. Yeah, that works. Uh, that works off of what are we using here? Uh, pages. Yeah, cool. I wonder if that works in Google Docs, too. Well, I don't uh, see any reason why it wouldn't. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> we're not using that. Uh, I've got an app pick, Gaz, and, and, it's, and it's a weird one. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, my app pick this week, oh, this is an oldie but a goodie, Halo, the original Halo I, by Microsoft. And uh, see, part of the problem with the original game, it came out so long ago that if you had bought it back in the the power PC or early Intel days, the version that you have on your disc probably doesn't work anymore because it was a universal app. 
and was created to work on, on originally on just PowerPC and then through various updates on PowerPC and Intel. But if you're running anything past uh, 10.5 in OS 10, you can't run universal apps anymore. So you need to look a little bit and you can find the updater that will take it to uh, the 2X version, which will run on the latest Intel Max. I have, I, I found it and um, I've been playing it a little bit. Graphics are, oh, so very dated. But there's just something about that game, the original Halo game uh, by Microsoft and Bungie, that just, it, it makes me laugh as I'm killing aliens. Cool. I like killing aliens. I do too. What's your okay, pick? Yeah. Well, I've got a couple actually. Um, let me do the uh, let me do the the, fir- the, 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 the second two first. <sighs> um, <laughs> I know uh, this is Dropbox. Yes, yes, yes. You all, everyone knows about Dropbox. Yes, yeah, I know. I've heard about Dropbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. But actually, with the sadness that we've had in our family, they um, us as a family being all over the country, they needed a, a quick and easy way to be able to get access to documents. And what they decided was just to set up a very private, obviously, uh, Dropbox folder and share that between the families so that all of the important stuff could be put in there and shared without having to make a phone call or send an email and forgetting an important piece of information. So that's a use case, really, for Dropbox. Um, and also um, Apple's iCloud, you know, the photos, not not photos uh, sharing, but um, where you have to obviously pay the apple the monthly fee but where you just put the normal stuff into iCloud iCloud sharing and then i've done that and shared obviously some pictures of uh papa as we know him uh and people have been obviously uh, the rest of the family have been uploading and sharing and, and taking a look at some of those happier memories uh of him in that particular arena now but before okay, before you go on, um, the, the nice thing about Dropbox, and especially in a case like this, if you have one particular person in the family that has control of these documents, and you but you still need to share them with other people in the family, you have control over those documents. They they can certainly look at them. They may even be able to download them, but they can't delete them. They can't edit them. So you know it. If if you have documents that you need to share, but that you don't necessarily want anyone to be able to change, Dropbox is a really good solution for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we found it really, really useful. So anyway, that was a um, a bit of a use case. Now I've also got an iOS app, which I can't remember whether I've mentioned this before. So I'm going to throw it in there anyway, because you know, three app picks from me is a bit you know beyond the grail, really, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> This is called Mini Motor. Yeah, it's not. It's not like we don't do a podcast every week where you could save no. one for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Mini Motor. It's a racing game. It's seventy nine pence in the UK store, so probably ninety nine cents in the US. Um, it's it's just a neat little app. And I went over to um, my mum's today, and my uh, my sister uh, came with her two. Uh, children, my nephew and niece, and my nephew had great fun playing it. And he went, Uncle Gary, I've got you this extra car. So I started playing it again after. <laughs> Give me that. 
I want it. I want it back now and start. Give me that, yeah, little version. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's my pick now. So it was the extra bonus of making him cry. Yeah. (laughs) Now, we did get a a pick, actually, from Mark Shepard over over Twitter. And sorry, Mark, that we haven't mentioned this, but I think we both probably thought secretly, should we be really doing this? But anyway, no, we, we can do this, I think. Do you want me to? Do you want me to? Yeah, go out? ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I say. So this is from our good friend uh, Shark Meppard, um, and it's a podcast, and it's a Technorama podcast. And I think Mark actually said it's along the lines of our podcast. Well, Mark, I don't believe you. Actually, I do because I used to listen to this, and I don't know why I stopped listening to it. But uh, yeah, anyway, it, it's a bit of a fun listen to Technorama, and the link will be in the show notes. Yeah, I actually listened to, I think, the last two episodes of that uh, based on, on Mark's recommendation. I liked it. Yeah, cool. There you uh, go. We've got, we've got great listeners who's, we who, do. Who's, who keep coming back. <laughs> well, I was going to say something and I decided yeah, I was no, going to no. just stop. Uh, no new iTunes review this week that and we that we know of because Comcast now sucks. So if you have done an iTunes review in some country other than the U.S. or the U.K. Remember what to do. You you need to let us know because we have no way of easily – because honestly, folks, I, I love you all, but I am not going to change my iTunes account to over 100 countries just to see if there's a review for the MyMac podcast. Not going to happen. So yeah, I it, don't, I don't, you know, I really don't think you're up for the cause, guys, to be honest with you. you know. No, no, I guess I'm not. So, pulling your fingers out, you know. <laughs> but if you have done a review, please let me know and I will send you something. Oh, my God. You will walk around with a smile on your face for the rest of the day. And it's called a Wooty Big W. Big O, Big O, Big T, Little I, Little E. I don't know why I said it like that. But, it, it, but it is amazing. Makes you spit. May make yeah. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I've got to find it now. Now you, you shouldn't do this to me. <laughs> you do it to me all the time. No. No, I don't do it to you all the time. I can't find it. I don't know where it's gone. Oh well. That wasn't Never it. Never mind. No, here <laughs> it is. Yeah, there it is. Uh if you have done one and you would like a Woody, please contact me at my email address, which is guy G U Y at mymac.com. And Gaz, I'm also on the Twitters. Did you know that after nearly know that. 250 plus shows? Really? You're on the Twitters? I am. And my screen name is Mac Parrot. Do you know, I think we've got a new review in the UK store. Oh, do we? Yeah. Um, now, the funny thing is, talking about the certain show, this is uh, – it says a great show, five stars. This was on the 29th of April. So this is definitely a new review. So if you're listening to this claw six, 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 send us an email because you are due a wooty. You are. What can be, it says, what can be said about the MyMac show that hasn't been said already? <laughs> <laughs> well, Nothing. Nothing, really. <laughs> iTunes will allow to me post anyway. <laughs> Two fantastic and funny hosts whose enjoyment for what they are doing is infectious. Keep up the great work, lads. Well, we will certainly try Claw 666. That's and right. Thank you so much for that review. Definitely. Send us an email. 
uh, or send us a Twitter uh, a tweet and tell us your email. Obviously, you'll have to uh, do it privately because you don't want to get your email out to all and sundry. And you may well be receiving from uh, the man over the other side of the pond <laughs> a, a woo-tee. Yeah, because we're infectious. <laughs> Actually, I'm I think infectious. you are right now. I am at the moment. Yeah, I am infectious. Well, yeah. if people could find could find like something like one of those masks that you see in Japan all the time to cover their their nose and their mouth, and wanted to like send you some some way of contacting you, but so that they wouldn't also be infected, how would they do that? Uh, well, quite easily, they could send an email to gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z <laughs> at mymac.com <laughs> or My on Twitter's uh, twitter.com forward. Did you say your Twitter name? Yeah, Mac Parrot. Oh. I think I forgot. You, know. <laughs> um, you can catch me on Twitter on twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. <laughs> You can catch both of us on the Twitters, G-Y-A-N-D-E-A-Z, that's Guy and Gaz on the Twitters. Feedback at MyMac.com is also another way you can send an email in, or Skype us, Skype us. <laughs> yeah, right, Skype sure, sure, on, sure there please, is. Do it, somebody, because Guy really is getting rather upset, so it is plus one. That's the area code. No, it's not the area code, that's the country code. You fool, Gaz, <laughs> you fool. How could you do so? So it's country code plus one, area code 703, sub area code 436, and the final number 9501. That's plus one, 703, 4369, 501. What we've got here is failure to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, I think. Well, oh, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We have to say thank you. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I think, no, just, no, no, let me finish. Okay. I think we've got a failure to communicate every week. Well, that's true. That's so, true. And they keep anyway, listening. Anyway, thank, thank the listeners, Guy. Okay. We, we have to, really. Well, it's not that we have to, but we really want well, we to. we do. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they may not come back. <laughs> thank you all, seriously, for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. We are so, so grateful. Humbled. Humbled that you will take the time to to listen to the rantings and ravings of two people that probably should know better. And and remember, next week, or not next week, what am I saying? In about two months' time from the time that we're recording this, Gaz and I will be together. What did I say? Two weeks? Two months. Well, it's less than two months now. It's about six weeks, isn't it? Yeah, well, six, seven weeks. We are going to be together for the first time, and we're going to record a podcast. And I'm looking forward to the honeymoon. Oh yeah! Wait, wait. Who's on? (laughs) Oh, I was going to say something so inappropriate. And uh, (laughs) he's on first base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) While we're recording the podcast, uh, third base. (laughs) Oh, it's a home run! Ow! But if you are at the the Mac Stock Conference and Expo while we are recording the podcast, please, please, please come on over. Say hi. You can say whatever you want to say about either one of us on the air. And I guarantee as long as there's no four-letter words or words that would be considered yeah, inappropriate, 
in a <laughs> for a family podcast. Uh, a family. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you guys hear the bumpers. Well, you, actually, you made the bumpers. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and I think, Gaz, that we're good enough. <laughs> smart. See, you took too long. Oh, no! Smart enough, and doggone it, people like us. Je suis toujours à la dernière minute et essayé de trouver quelque chose de drôle depuis la fin de l'émission. Et certains sont morts. Je suis Pelexafe de Melda. Open brackets after three ellipses. It's French, so it must really be a classy thing to say, apart from the last word, of course. (laughs) And... (laughs) Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Now it's completely different. <laughs> Or when it comes to Drobos? I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, that's very... You must be stressed out big time. No, I wasn't stressed, but I was certainly... Once I realized what I had done... (sighs) Everything going adequately? Very adequately, sir. I'm virtually bursting with adequatulence. I can't even say it. Adequatulence. I have a cunning plan. There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. And you mustn't do that to me, sir. Whoop. Wrong one. Here we go. Have you lost your started. mind? No. There's <laughs> something afoot. We do <laughs> a program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Oh, 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 I've got one there. Where is it? Netflix. Oh. Do not have fun. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'll blast your head off for this. <laughs> it's, it still makes me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that still makes me cringe. Uh, and you know what I can't find? What? And I went to all the trouble for it, too. Uh, those owls that I had. Oh, oh, found him. <laughs> now, is this an owl or a monkey? <laughs> it's a malkey. Do you know what I like about our show over the last two weeks? What? We haven't mentioned the FM watch. No, no. I, I am getting sick and tired of listening to other podcasts talking about and going on about the freaking. Oh watch. yeah, yeah. I, you know, so I was pleased. listening. I'm so pleased that we haven't. Well, neither one of us want one. I'm not. I'm not so sure that I don't want one. I don't need one. I'd like one, but 
yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah I, I was. I was so listening. We'll keep, we'll keep it that way. For yeah, sure. uh, I think so. Unless something major happens and, and oh know, yeah, it's out. Okay, you can go yeah. buy one. Yeah, yeah, that's about as yeah. far as that story goes. Yeah, yeah, I'm I am behind. I didn't get a chance to listen to uh, Carl's latest uh, Mac and Forth show, and I, I need to give that a listen. I really I like his show. I like the way that it's structured. Um, even, even the, the news bit that he does with Missy is just, yeah. that is just so great. <clears throat> I wish I could be on it more. I've only been on it once and I wish I could I do it I've more often. Been, I think I've only been on it once actually. Yeah. That, that, it, that has become one of my, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Yeah, just don't tell him that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might get a big head. <laughs> oh, wait, he's six foot seven. He already has a big head. <laughs> He'll, he'll get it. His head will go into the clouds. <laughs> oh, what it is! And it, and if it's an apple cloud, you may never see it again. <laughs> All right. Guy and Gaz, the G-Man, bringing you Apple news, views, tips, and tricks without the distraction of the thought process. Yeah, that's us. Stupid boy. <laughs> Gaz, you are absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Bob's words, mate. Yeah. Uh, what, it says a thing here, Bob Wood message. The hell's that? Uh, yeah. This is Bob Wood messages. Oh, okay, okay. We don't need no stinking messages. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. All right. <laughs> Nobody expects the yeah, Spanish see, that's Inquisition. I've, done that. I've got that. It's brilliant. I'll just do that because everybody then <laughs> expects. Nobody expects. And then it doesn't happen. And it doesn't happen. Everybody expects. Nobody expects. But it doesn't happen. <laughs> and here he is, that master of misinformation, Mister Know It All. That'll be me then. Yeah, exactly. And then here I come. Hey, bud. Good morning. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And every week, you know, and I I know it's silly. And I, 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 why I like doing this, I don't know. But I I try to come up with something funny. And I was really, really rushed this week because I was trying to put together the center section. I rushed you as well. Yeah. And it was like, I, I can't think of anything really funny to say. So it's like, okay, well, I'll just throw at the end of it, and that makes it funny. Med. Med. 